Welcome back to This Strange World. I'm Chris. I'm Leah. And I'm Gavin. I wasn't sure. W- <laughs> I forgot the order last second. How you guys uh, yeah. doing? <laughs> What's going on, yeah, guys? I did not like the sound of my voice on that. And I'm Leah. And I'm her. I'm the girl. I'm the one girl. She's the, the one girl. The and she's Leah. There we go. Well, is this the earliest that we've ever recorded a podcast? Probably. In terms of time, yeah. Yeah. Well, are we considering like earliest as in like when we bleed over into like midnight? Does that count as early because it's technically the AM of the next Room. day? There's definitely been times that we've recorded and it's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, because right now, I mean, it's it's almost two for me, so that's what almost eleven. Eleven for us. 11. Yeah. Wow. Bright and early. What's the? I mean, it's probably better to talk about some cryptids in the morning versus late at night, because then I know at the very least Leah gets freaked out. I'd prefer that. Yeah. However, these cryptids are a little bit different because... I would assume less creepy? They're a little less creepy. Unless you find, like, these things real, creepy. Then real I life creepy? Could. Yeah. Well, I didn't the want to give it away. of life? I didn't want to give it away. I mean... The spider? I fully believe that the Mongolian deathworm is a real thing. For sure. I will believe that. that. I believe yeah. that Jabi Fofa is... Jabi Fofi? Yeah. Javi Fofi, Java JavaScript Jabi is Fofa. a real spider. Yes. Java the Hut. Java yeah. the Hut is a real slug. Are you mm-hmm. serious? Like, do you think like no cap? Like, you think they are? No bussin', straight, straight on God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, and I don't think. Ratio. I don't think. I don't think okay. the big spider's real, but I do think okay, that. The but like Australia has I think huge that spiders. one's real. I if yeah, if anything, the spiders. Did you see the picture? Do, shall we bring the picture back up again? No, we don't need to, don't the need to back show up. the picture. We really don't need to. I'm already awake. Trust if me. If you want to see what we're talking about, check out the check out the gram at the Strange World Podcast. You'll see. You put it on the gram. Ago. You put it on the logo of the gram. Oh my god. Maybe who's to say? I definitely <laughs> saw that. Oh. Well, okay. To bring it around to toss to give a nice little toss to Chris, I feel like throughout this whole season. We've been debating about if a lot of these cryptids are real or not. And some, I do believe the spiders could lean towards real because there's some crazy big shit in uh, I mean, this Australia. thing is the size of a tree, though. Like, okay, yeah, maybe so not that specific spider. Spiders lay eggs and they're like a hundred spiders in each egg sack. And you uh. think that he's going to be laying eggs with hundreds of these big giant tree things and we wouldn't notice? Yeah. Yes. Maybe not that many. Maybe maybe it's just a few bit, few little babies. Maybe only it's a child. responsible parent. Yeah, only child. <laughs> Imagine being a spider only child. Everyone, every other spider you know has like a hundred siblings, and you're like, it's just me. It's a lot of gifts at Christmas, though. Yeah. So uh, most of the ones that we've talked about, pretty much every single one we've talked about, you know, I would say it's still up for debate. Right. So. Is today going to be another day of talking about ones that are still up for debate? Well, I'll, I'll get into that. I'll get into that, Gavin. But uh, first, I think we should define what it is a cryptid is. Yes. Um, because we're, we're at episode 11 now. And, you know, a lot of people might be like, gee, I've been listening to cryptids for 11 weeks, 10 weeks now. What the heck is a cryptid? What is a cryptid? So I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, according to the gold standard of word definitions, uh, mm-hmm. according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a cryptid is 
an animal such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Contrary to popular belief, cryptids don't have to be supernatural, mythical, or even all that strange, though many popular creatures acquire these characteristics as their legends grow. However, with that said, I just said that there's they've never been proven to exist. There have been a bunch of cryptids throughout the years that have been proven to exist that are real. They are like real. Bigfoot? Like Bigfoot, like Loch Ness Monster, like Drabby Fofi. No, like so. Fofi, yes. We've studied a lot about cryptids that have not been seen or studied by real world science. Uh, seen by people, sure, but never studied by science like in person. I'm going to talk about some cryptids that actually have ended up being real. And we have seen these and they are now involved in the scientific whatever list of animals that there are. So these are real. These started off as fake and now they're real. I'm going to go out on a limb and say these are just some pretty wacky animals that are proven to be real. Oh, yeah. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the African peacock. Hmm. When someone mentions a peacock, the bird that we generally think of is the one found in Asia, more specifically the one found in India. Uh, The Asian peacock, more specifically the Indian peacock, is the bird with the huge feathers that spread out to form like a fan that's looking Mm -hmm. back at you. Um, And for most of history, it was pretty well understood that this was the only peacock. Uh, Maybe there were a few subspecies out there here and there, but they were all pretty much found. And we understood that we had thought that we found all of the different types of peacocks. That is until the early 1900s, when for a while, a similar feather of a peacock was found in the Congo in Africa. Dr. Chapin was in Africa in 1913, and he noticed that a native of the Congo was wearing a headdress that contained a very interesting feather. It was similar to the Indian peacock, but it had some slight differences to it. Uh, There were also two stuffed birds of the Congo peacock that were found in a museum in Africa when he visited there. He had asked the person who was running the museum and the, the guy said, you know, I, you know, we have these birds. I don't know where they came from. I don't know what they are. But we just, they think we're cool. So, you know, we think that they're cool. So we put them on display. In 1936, with the suspicion that there was a relative of the peacock living in Africa somewhere, he got permission from the museum in England and he set out on an expedition to find this bird. Outside of a little mining village, Chapin, his two dogs and a hunter went into the jungle. The dogs ran ahead and spooked the birds into leaving their hiding spot when a hunter shot a male bird. When Chapin went to retrieve it, he had seen that it was actually a Congo peacock. He had shot six in total and brought them back to New York City to be stuffed and studied. Why do people like that exist? Like, (laughs) you're killing something that was just discovered, and then you're, like, trying to... Well, he didn't realize. Well, yeah, but, like... Well, think about all the guys who are like, I killed and shot Bigfoot. Come and see my thing. Like people yeah. are going to find and sh- this is not the this is not the only spoiler alert. This is not the only cryptid that have been shot and killed. This story, though, reminds me a lot of like the other cryptid stories that we have where it's like there was this headdress that had this the sighting. The one sighting was this feather that was in this woman's headdress. And then the guy goes to the museum. It's one of those things where the locals know it exists, but it doesn't mm. exist in real life yet. Yeah. You know? I thought you were going to say that it was similar because there were so many cryptids where they were like big in one place. And then all of a sudden something similar popped up like overseas. And then it was like, wait a minute, how, what is this thing? And how is it also popping up? Right. Um, so like you saying that like the common one is like the Asian peacock and the Indian peacock. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden in the Congo, like, which I think the Jabba Fofi was in the Congo. 
I think it was in the Congo as well, yeah. Then I'm sure that whenever something pops up on another continent and that's never been seen outside of like Asia, then it's like, oh, what else is this? And I'm sure at first, even if it didn't have the big fanning feathers of the peacock that we know, I'm sure it was still a very colorful bird with like what you said, interesting feathers. So it's very understandable for people to be like, what kind of potential monster is Mm -hmm. it? It's definitely colorful. But like, do we got to go shoot the monster? Like, can we study it from afar? You know, I think they had to shoot the first couple to prove that it exists to science and to also be able to stuff it and preserve it. So that like, you know, what if there was so that it wouldn't get like killed uh, by like an animal. Plus, also, this was like 1913 and then 1936. So it's not like they could just take a picture of it with an iPhone and like tweet about it. Be yeah. like, hey, we found this African peacock. Like, and, and also when you're studying an animal, a lot of times they'll cut it open. Yeah, this one I think, I mean, I have it. I forget the other ones that you're going to be talking about. So I'm excited to hear the rest of them. But I feel like this one specifically, like I said, is similar to other ones in the fact where it's a variation of what ended up being a known animal. And I'm sure even... The Indian peacock originally was, I'm sure, thought of to be a cryptid. That they're like, there's a bird with a that has a big fan of feathers that comes out behind it. Like that, mm-hmm. even just the description of a normal peacock, like that sounds like a cryptid. There, well, there's one, there's one cryptid that I'm I'm not going to talk about, but it's pretty well documented that this is, and I've said this before too. But the kangaroo was a cryptid before mm-hmm. we found a cryptid, and uh, the first you know English settlers that went to Australia came back or the first whoever went to australia first i forget who it was but they went there and they saw these things jumping around and they said it's like half deer half frog and it's got like a pouch that it grows its young in its stomach and everyone's like that is not a real thing that you are completely pulling my chain and like it took a while for them to come back and and they found it you know a good transition uh this is not that the kangaroo is not the only uh, cryptid that has turned out to be real from Australia. Oh, uh, there was another one that I'm going to talk about right now. A platypus. Wait, <laughs> mm. what? I'm trying to do a, a doofenshmirtz. Platypus. Or Phineas and Ferb. Or Phineas and Ferb. The platypus. So I'm going to be talking about the platypus. The platypus used to be a cryptid. It is now, obviously, it is no longer a cryptid. When British explorers first laid their eyes on a platypus in the late 18th century, they thought it was a joke at first. They thought it was a hoax given to them from Asian taxonomists. They thought that an animal that was warm-blooded, had mammalian qualities, was venomous, laid eggs, and had a duck's bill was obviously a hoax. When they were given the first platypus, they tried to take the bill off the platypus. Like, they tried to take the duck's bill off the platypus because they thought it was sewn on by some punk that had taken the body of an otter or a mole and sewn a duck's beak onto it and shipped it off to Australia as a joke or for like the earliest versions of clout. Who attempted that? I want to find out who attempted that. No, it's... They didn't attempt it. The whole point is that that's not what it was, but they thought, oh, maybe somebody sewed it on, but they didn't. Yes, yes. So yes, it's, it's yes. actually funny. Leah, she brought up last week the idea of P.T. Barnum and like you know how he would come up with these fake things like the mermaids and all that stuff well someone had thought that someone was doing the exact same thing here with the platypus they thought that they took uh, an otter's body and sewed a duck's bill onto it and mm-hmm. was like 
new species. And everyone's like, this is completely not. I'll prove it to you. And they try to take the bill off the duck. And they're like, I, I can't take the bill off this thing. That's mm. really just not okay. Um, <clears throat> well, it's fine because it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, uh, they didn't after- even try taking it off at all. Like, no. No, no. They the tried bill, to, but they the bill was on the animal. It was a part of the animal. No I one's know, but that's anything. why I'm saying like the part where the person was trying to see if this bill was was clutch or not. You know, it's like they probably looked at it and was like, "Is this sewn on?" But I'm sure they didn't cut it off. No, no, no. They were just trying to like they were trying to take trying it off. to debunk it. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to debunk it. They were trying to be like, oh, "I'll yeah. show you," and they were ripping it. They were trying to rip it off, and it wasn't coming off. It's like it's like that scene, you know that scene from the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, where the girl is like tucking on Santa's beard to see if it's real or not, and it's real. It's the same thing. They were gaslighting the platypus to be like, "You're not real. There's no way that you're real. No, you're not a platypus." And and the platypus is like, "You're gaslighting me. I am actually a platypus." And they're like, "What's gaslighting that hasn't been invented yet? You're crazy. You're literally crazy, platypus." Okay, so. Nope. After more expeditions in the region, they found that the platypus was actually a real animal. However, it stumped researchers for years trying to figure out what the hell this animal was. When word got back to England of this creature, the descriptions of it stumped those in Europe. Again, it was a mammalian animal. It was venomous. It laid eggs and it had a duck's bill. It's like, what? what is this thing? A lot of people were thinking, like, is this a joke? Is this a missing link between reptiles and mammals? Uh, it took a century to find out if the creature even laid eggs or not. Like we 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 thought it did, but like it took like a hundred years for us to figure out if it actually did lay eggs. The problem is the question of whether or not they laid eggs or not actually posed a threat to the existence of the entire species. Like they just kept like taking samples of this platypus, and they almost drove the thing to extinction. They said after everything was proven to be real, they decided this creature should should be conserved and protected as to not let the platypus die off only to exist in small naturalist books like other animals such as the dodo bird. I feel like I do remember when it was like, oh, platypuses might go extinct. Like, I, I, like, yeah, I feel like I remember that. At this point, every animal on a list like that is like, every animal in the world is practically facing extinction at the rate we're going. Well, I'm happy that That's they did that truth. because in the process of their research, they were really hurting this platypus trying to figure out if this thing was real. And then suddenly someone was like, guys, it's real. We got to stop killing off the platypus. We're going to drive the thing to extinction. It's only going to exist in our memories now. And they're like, we got to preserve this for future generations, which I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate that. I don't know if uh, how big of Phineas and Ferb's fans you guys were. I feel like Dan Pavemeyer said, because then people were like, oh, why did you make the platypus like the pet? on the show yeah and he was like because he wanted it to be an animal that wasn't a common household pet so that kids couldn't be like oh i want that like if it was like a rabbit these kids could be like oh buy a rabbit and then they don't take care of the rabbit and then the rabbit dies versus like a platypus you can't get a platypus as a pet so like then the kids couldn't be like mommy daddy get me a platypus i want my own platypus I mean, it wasn't even like that for me. Like, I used to watch like TV shows with like skunks in them, and I that's my dad. I was like, Dad, can I have some skunks? And I want a pet skunk. So, like, you know, TV can influence people and children to want to get like those stuffed animals or those creatures. So it's like, 
Yeah, you can't have them. <laughs> you but wish. Probably better to make it something that's harder to get. Because I, I have a feeling a platypus yeah. is not an easy pet to get. A skunk? A skunk, too. A, a skunk, skunk you can too. get. No, you can, you can get a skunk. If you're catching it in the wild, if you're catching no. it in the wild, no. You can no, get a skunk, but you it'd be hard to keep the skunk. Like to house train a skunk. You can get a skunk. The only thing is you have to get it de like ink. they have to get it like de smelly sack. Like yeah. they, 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 they yeah. can't have their sack. Isn't it their pee that smells? Like isn't it their pee? Or is it a different thing? No, I think it's like it's an like actual a mix they have like a spray. Yeah. They have like a oh, spray. Yeah. I'm sure the skunk was probably a cryptid at one point. A stinky probably. animal. Yeah, they're like, yeah. it sprays you with acid that smells. Right, it and it melts in my eyes. It burns your eyes, literally. There's yeah. actually a funny story before I move on about the platypus. Um, when the creator of the Phineas and Ferb uh, drew Perry the platypus for the first time, it made him blue. Um, there was a lot of, I think there was, I think he was saying that there was like some people that were coming to him and being like, platypuses aren't blue. Like, why did you make the platypus blue? And he, he didn't, he didn't know that platypuses were blue. Um, when he drew them, but he was like, you know, look at pictures, they're like brown, they're not blue. Uh, either when they're really young, or there's variants of the platypus, or like under like special UV light, they are blue. And so he uh, yeah. was like, oh my god, they're blue, and I didn't realize it. I saw, I got that from a TikTok. Okay. I feel like I did see that TikTok also. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Cute. Yeah. So he was like super excited about that. All right, are we ready to move on to the next cryptid that yeah. turned out to be real? So. Yeah. This one is called Hogzilla. Hogzilla. Ooh. It sounds like a really bad movie, kind of like Sharknado, but Hogzilla. Yeah. All right, Hogzilla. In Georgia, United States, there came stories in the early 2000s of a gigantic hog that was seen roaming around the natural lands of Georgia. Originally, this story, like many others, was seen as a cryptid, a loose story of sightings and nothing more than that of a hoax. This was all before a hunter by the name of Chris Griffin uh, of Alapaha, Georgia, shot and killed a wild hog-slash-pig hybrid that weighed upwards of 800 pounds and was between 7 and 8.6 feet long. That This thing is massive. This thing is longer than I am standing tall, and it weighs 8 of me, or it weighs like 6 of me. I'm sorry, did you just say his name was Peter Griffin? His name was Chris, Chris Griffin. Griffin. Oh, Chris Griffin. Oh, okay. That's still a family uh, guy character. It is. A, it is yeah. one of the family guys. Yeah. While original reports of the hog said that it weighed over one thousand pounds and was over twelve feet long, uh, and it actually ended up being eight hundred and seven and eight point five feet long, um, the real hogzilla is nothing short of a monster hog. Other hogs have also been shot and killed, who rival that of hogzilla. Hogzilla two was shot and killed in Alabama in twenty fifteen by an eleven year old boy and his father. This hog was also a hog pig hybrid that weighed upwards of 1,051 pounds. So think of that as big as a car, but a pig. After trailing the boar for three hours through hilly woods, they killed the boar also with a 50 caliber revolver that had to, and they had to get a backhoe to drag the hog out of the woods because it was far too heavy. Um, after these sightings and kills, more gigantic hogs have been popping up all over the world, some in the southern United States, some in Asia. I think it's safe to say that these gigantic hogs are no longer mythical cryptids, but are very real. Dang, that's kind of crazy. I mean, like we've said, there's huge variations of what we consider normal animals. And this is just another example of a gigantic hog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I can easily see this being like the the guy looks outside his living room window and is like, holy jeez, there's that big hog that I've been seeing. Like, 
I, I, what is that thing? And that's a bit, it looks like a bear. Is that a bear? Is that a hog? Is that a new animal? What is that? Then he goes to the local bar and he starts talking to his friends and they're like, ah, oh, you ain't know what you're talking about. And then some guy in the back of the bar is like, yeah, I've seen that thing for many years. And then like, we're losing it. But um, yeah, I can definitely see that that happening like a local legend that it became like a cryptid. And this thing yeah. was probably seen for years. This thing in 20, in 2000, what was it? Two, uh, 2015, you know, it takes a long time for something to grow 10, uh, you know, 1,051 pounds. That's a lot of time for it to grow. So it had to have been 600 pounds at one point and 800 pounds at one point and 1,000 pounds at one point. That's a lot of years for people to be seeing something walking through the woods and up the hills and stuff to the point where it is a local legend until someone actually shoots and proves to everybody that they weren't crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it. I mean, I can only imagine what these hunters were thinking when they saw a over 1000 pound hog that's close to the size of a car oh yeah that's huge it weighs like a car they probably saw it from it was probably like a force perspective thing they saw it was really far away they or they saw it and they thought it was like it was closer than what it was and then it kept running towards them and then they were like oh no this thing is just actually massive oh yeah and then and then they got it. Yeah. It uh yeah. they said that it actually they think that the father and the son actually think that it was 10 pounds heavier. They think it was 1061 pounds, but they said after the story was released, they didn't want to backtrack and be like, oh wait, it's actually heavier because they thought it would lose credibility with them. So they were like, all right, let's just keep it. It's still heavy yeah. as hell. Let's just keep it, you know, 1051. That's fair. Well, I'm sure this is the only example of a giant animal that you're talking uh, about today. It's funny that you say that, Gavin. Um, I actually have, uh, I would say, one and a half. One is, I, I would say I have two what? more, but one and a half. They, I mean, they're, they're pretty similar to what they are. So I'm going to be talking about probably the most famous cryptid that ended up being real. And I remember when they actually proved this thing is real. I remember when this thing came out that it was like a real thing and it was a huge story. The giant squid. The kraken. Yes. The kraken is real. The Kraken is real. Tales of enormous squids have circulated throughout the world since ancient times. Aristotle and Pliny the Elder both described such monsters. Legends such as the Lucia in the Caribbean, Cilia in ancient Greece, and the Sea Monk in medieval Europe all describe a bizarre, often dangerous nautical creature. Perhaps the most famous legendary squid is the Norse Kraken, a monstrous tentacled beast as large as an island that devoured ships whole. Prior to the 1870s, scientific opinion held such creatures as nothing more than ridiculous myths, on par with mermaids or sea serpents. Despite this, investigations ran into the existence of the legendary kraken took place as early as the 1840s. Danish zoologist Johan Japedes Strensup methodically researched and cataloged giant squid sightings and strandings, eventually examining a beached corpse and designing the beast's scientific name, Architithus. It's the scientific name. They're really hard to pronounce. It's Latin. Even so, fellow scientists remain skeptical and continue to dismiss, dismiss accounts. So again, another story about a gigantic thing. People are like, it's fake. There's sightings popping up all over the place. And zoologists or cryptologists, now that they're called, sometimes if the, if the zoologist is crazy enough, they'll be a cryptologist. They were starting to research and document these things and being like, maybe there's something going on here that's real. 
In the 1870s, the skepticism stopped as several carcasses were beached in the Labrador and Newfoundland. Giant tentacles and complete corpses revealed to the scientific world that the giant squid was indeed real. Today, this creature remains just as mysterious and rare, typically living at great depths. Giant squid sightings are uncommon and often undocumented. For a century, scientists dutifully attempted to observe it in its natural habitat, but failed. Only in 2004 were a group of Japanese scientists able to capture a live giant squid on camera, taking 500 automatic photographs before the creature swam back into the blackness. Yeah, I think I do uh, remember hearing about that as well like in elementary school that it's like wow guys look at this creature exists whoa crazy which i mean it is crazy yeah i remember that but i can't imagine uh something from like the 1870s or before 1840s that then has been that of legends and then like that they still believed in it that they were like we still gotta See if this exists because so many cryptids they just kind of write off as hoaxes. And this does seem like a very like mythological creature that could easily have been written off as mythology. So right. pretty cool that they eventually that they stuck with it. Figured it well, out. Well, it's it's there's a reason why I think it became a cryptid first rather than becoming like an actual thing that like if people have seen it and they've been seeing it for a while then it you know if it's as common as a squirrel squirrels are not cryptids like we know squirrels exist if it's as common as a squirrel we would have seen it by now it's very secluded and i'm going to get into that and there's another there's another squid that i'm going to get into as well uh just a little bit just briefly um and the reason why it's been so mythical is because like only a select few people throughout history have ever seen this thing you know so mm -hmm. it's like like I'm gonna say, like there, there's a, there's another animal that comes out. I'm gonna get into this. I don't want to get it away. But uh, they have only seen this thing a couple of times, and that's why it's been like, well, I went out there. I've been on this sea route for you know 50 years, and I haven't seen anything. And then this guy goes out there once, and he sees it. And then this guy goes again, and he sees it. And then you know, a hundred people later, they never see it. So it's like, of course, people are gonna start questioning the authenticity of these stories being like you didn't see anything because all of us didn't see anything and he's like well i swear i saw it it attacked my ship yeah. so like you know it, it's very secluded um many questions remain concerning the giant squid very little is known about its habits its lifestyle and it's still unknown how large a giant squid can actually grow because we've only seen so many specimens um the largest specimens are between 30 and 40 feet long weighing over 100 pounds However, its close relative, the colossal squid, may grow to much greater sizes as evidenced by the size of the sucker marks on sperm whales. To this day, the giant squid remains a legendary example of how fast, fantastic animals on this earth can be. This, however, isn't the only gigantic squid to be found in history. As I've said before, the much larger colossal squid was found throughout history only nine times before finally being recognized as a real creature in 1925 when they found two tentacles in the stomach of a sperm whale. Since its discovery, there has only been 24 sightings of a colossal squid, making it one of the most secluded creatures on Earth. Wow. Like we've said, I feel like it's very similar to all these other cryptids where they uh, there's probably the same or similar species that are just popping up in different places. So like the colossal squid and the giant squid could be the same species. I mean, they're at least at the very least probably similar. Mm -hmm. They gotta be, I'm sure. Um. But, uh, yeah. Dang. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, 
we're probably as much of a cryptid to the colossal squid community as they are of us because if you think about it their habitat is completely different than ours the reason we don't see it is because these squids lay, like live so deep under the ocean that we can't yeah. see it so it's almost like the amount of times that a colossal squid would have seen like a diver or the amount of times a colossal squid would have seen like a submarine is about the mm -hmm. amount of times that we've seen them you know because we just yeah. don't interact that much with each other because we live on completely separate planets basically so that's why yeah. it's like we've never seen this thing except for the rare times that they come up that far up to the surface you know it's like it's kind of cool to see there could be a whole other world going on in the base or not in the basement in the basement of the world the bottom of the ocean oh yeah there's probably gigantic squids that are even bigger than we've even thought about that are living just so far be like a whale right yeah doesn't need the amount of like air like just longer Honestly, like a couple days, months, or years under the water, then come up for air. Yeah, I mean, who knows? They might just take their air from the oxygen in the water or something. Like, right. or they might they not even need air. And then they just live underwater their whole lives. And they only come up briefly to like because they're chasing like a, a fish or something, or they're yeah. chasing a whale. Because they would curious. just come up. Yeah. Or they're like, you know, like you pick like one whale to hunt. And that whale goes up for air. And of course, the squid's going to go up as well because they're going after that. And that's when, like, oh, now the whale is attacking, a or now, like, the squid is attacking a ship, or like the squid is mm -hmm. being seen by someone, like, really close to the water. Like, that's yeah. how they'd get sighted. Interesting. So, yeah. So, those were four cryptids, well, four and a half cryptids um, that were thought to be cryptids just like bigfoot just like loch ness monster that did end up being real so for all those people who believe in bigfoot and believe in the loch ness monster and believe in yeti here's a little hope that you know maybe there's something we haven't seen yet and they might be real and these people might not be crazy yeah for real things exist yeah and i mean it's interesting the scale of like from like the platypus and the african peacock where then like now it's like been proven more versus hogzilla that's been seen a few times and the giant squid and colossal squid that have been seen barely yeah barely seen yeah barely seen um Crazy. well the thing about the hog the jig the big hog thing is those are really just gigantic hogs like they're like i don't know if yeah. it's like another species of hog i i don't think so i think they're just like massively big hogs because there was one yeah. in asia that was so big that it couldn't move like i think it was i don't know if it was domestic or what but it was like just so big that it could barely keep itself up anymore and i feel like mm -hmm. that's not really a good thing for a species to be like that i feel like it's probably, probably like i think i think it must have been just a hog that you know got into the, an extra helping of you know cookies or something that like yeah. got huge an extra 10 helping <laughs> an extra 10 yeah. helpings of cookies for um, realsies and then they grew that big so yeah yeah so uh you guys heard about you know four almost five considering the colossal squid but you guys heard about five cryptids that ended up being real was there any that stood out to you guys the most the platypus freaking love the platypus crazy i like how uh they were just so uh, befuddled by it that they were like, this has got to be something else. Someone's pulling my leg. Like, they thought that they thought the existence of the platypus was a prank, really. 
uh, and then they figured out it wasn't, and then they were like, oh, this thing is, like, venomous and has the qualities of a mammal and, like, is real and, like, in theory wouldn't or shouldn't be real. But then we got we got to preserve this thing. Uh, and then, I mean, hopefully it doesn't go extinct, but you never know. But, yeah, and I mean, all the other ones were cool. But, yeah, I would say my favorite, the platypus. What about you, Leo? I think also the squid was pretty cool just because uh, marine animals and just that undiscovered type of life really interesting to me. So I think that one was like what I think. Yeah. What about you, Chris? I'm going to pick two. I really like how the African peacock started as a legend from some guy being like, what feather is that? And being like, I'm going to find this new species and then goes out and finds this new species after a couple of years of looking. I think that that's pretty cool. It's very cryptid-like where someone's like, like, because I think uh, there's a there's a footprint of a Yeti's footprint in like some monastery in Tibet or Nepal, where it's like like some guy would go over there and be like, "Whoa, look at that thing!" and like, and then um, or there's like a scalp or something like somewhere in a monastery somewhere out in Asia, where it's like kind of the same thing, where like some guy found this thing and is gonna go out and find it for science, and the locals know it exists, but you know the rest of the world doesn't. Um, and I also really like this giant squid solely because it confirms the existence of the Kraken. So like all mm -hmm. those legends about the Kraken and those ships getting attacked. I don't know if the ships are actually getting attacked like the Kraken says it is. Like, I don't think like maybe the ships aren't getting pummeled because sailors like to tell stories, but they probably did see these giant squids and were like, it's the mythical beast, which yeah. like must've been really kind of scary, but cool. If you're on those ships in the old days, when you see those giant squids swimming up to the surface. Yeah, true. Yeah. So real life cryptids. Yay. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about some crazy cryptids coming up though. Are we gonna tease those? Sure. So we got two more bonus episodes left. Uh one of Leah's and one of mine. Mine is next. Uh there's a specific area uh in America that is known for having some pretty crazy stuff so we're just going to be focusing on that area and uh let me tell you some of them are freaky freaky deaky so excited to talk about that and then i mean lee i don't know if you want to tease a little bit of yours now what? no wait till next episode to tease all right we have to thank you for this strange world i'm chris yeah and i'm gavin Thank Stay you strange. for listening. Oh, you didn't let me say it. Thanks Stay. for listening. Stay strange. There you go. Bye. So I got a lot of my information. Well, from hold on, the... hold on, Chris. Oh yeah, Christopher. I'm sorry. I assuming I assumed you were the one to prove that all of these cryptids were real. However, um, if you weren't there as you claim that you were, where would you have found out about all of these former cryptids that were proven real? So I actually got a lot of my information from the cryptids wiki page. That Most of the things came from the, the cryptids wiki page. Mm -hmm. However, I do have a couple of articles that were written about these things when they were found. So I oh. have the platypus Washington Post article that goes into it that was written in 2015 so that's not really it wasn't written when that but I do have uh, for the uh, peacock for the African peacock the original uh, 
article written in 1937 about when Chapin found the peacock. So I got a lot of that information from there. So the thing about him going into the woods out, outside of the mining facility, the thing about him, him shooting the eight things, that was from the Time article. I also got, uh, I have the Congo Peafowl uh, Wikipedia page. I have the Washington Post article for the for the peak for the uh, platypus. I have the Hogzilla. I have um, the Hogzilla Wikipedia page, and there was also a Fox News article about the Hogzilla two when that was killed in 2015, mm. or when that yeah. was killed in uh, 2010s. So nice. Yay. Well, we'll definitely include all of those. This like I did really like this episode of talking about. Uh, former cryptids that were proven to be real because i mean they seem so common now but i'm sure even back before they were common people thought of them the same way that we think of cryptids and also shows that i mean some of the cryptids we talk about are pretty ridiculous but some of them might still be real they they could be they could be out there maybe some maybe. of them maybe <laughs> i mean some of them no some of them very no there's like yeah. the dragons that i think are completely mm. not real but maybe not you know but there are some things like the you know big i people call me crazy people are like i was doing this someone did this thing this poll about whether people thought bigfoot was real and they were like, you know, do you think that Bigfoot is real? And everybody said no. There was like the vast majority, everyone said no. And it kind of makes you think that if you think Bigfoot is real, that, you know, it's crazy. Like maybe you're crazy. Uh, I am in the small minority of people that believe that maybe there's something that we don't know. Like I, I, I caution people saying like, oh, it's completely not real. It's not real. It's not real. When it took like 200 years, 300 years, almost a thousand years for people to finally say that the colossal squid was real or like the giant squid was real. So like, you don't know. You don't know. Like there's a, so yeah. many things that pop up. Now, again, a lot of them are fake. Like the suit of the guy walking, that's fake. Like the Bigfoot walking video, that's completely yeah. fake anything anybody who has shot bigfoot and claims that they have bigfoot as we've seen from the other episodes those are not real but they people have seen it for a long time to the point where like it's not out of the ordinary for some giant humanoid thing to be walking out there or yeah. for something to be living in the depths of like the locks in scotland like it's not it's could not, be true it's not out of there it's not far-fetched now i think i would believe in bigfoot more than i would believe in loch ness monster but yeah um, probably but like you know, you never know. You and, never know. And, and case in point, same. case in point, these these four or five cryptids that I just talked about. Case in point, you have no idea if these things are real or not because these ones ended up being real. So exactly, you never know. Yeah, well, that's been the epilogue. We've got two more or so bonus episodes. So wrapping it up. Spooky, it spooky up. month. We See you next week. Some, we should do something extra spooky for Halloween. But yes. Well, then we got that last episode coming up. Spooky. We'll have to make it extra spooky. We'll have to make it extra spooky with a couple of jump scares. Ah! Oh, yeah. Ah. All right. Bye. 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 This podcast was produced by Gavin Berger, Leah Ettinger, and Chris Ash. Our theme song is by DJ Kai Song, and our logo is designed by Michael Zilvetti. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and check out more episodes of This Strange World available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at This Strange World Podcast and on Twitter at This Strange Pod. If you have any other ideas for future episodes, let us know. You can DM us on our social medias or email hello at thisstrangeworldpodcast.com.